Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where once a week we pick a random... No, shit, every time! <laughs> <laughs> you, you can go ahead with that. Yeah, I guess I could. Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet and find to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Louisa Heron. Wait, no, crap! <laughs> oh, it's all fun. Uh, I'm Jeff, Jeff Kowalski. Is, I, Jeff Identity <laughs> Thief Kowalski. <laughs> uh, the cyberpunk version of that would be Idento Thief. Oh, good. Okay, Very yeah, good. with a zero instead of an O. Exactly. Uh, I'm Louisa Heron, and uh, I... We already have one of those. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no uh-oh. <laughs> you have to be <laughs> someone else. I have to pick a, u- a new username. I'm Louisa123. There you go. Uh, you could be... <laughs> and what's your password and the name of your first dog? <laughs> yeah. What's your mother's maiden name and your birth date and the hospital yeah. you were born in? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh, man. So I'm uh, guessing Jeff's probably going to put the fuck up in there. Yeah, well. yeah 100%. Probably. I do it every time. <laughs> yes. All right, good. We're all well, the same page. The important thing is, if you're ever on a podcast, remember that any time you make a mistake, it will become part of the show. <laughs> it's <laughs> very funny for the audience to hear us, the perfect god angels from heaven, <laughs> screw up. It makes Ooh, us more relatable. Good... Can you make a cyberpunk version of that for your name next week? Mm-hmm. Jeff, uh, God Angel, Jeff, Cyber Angel. <laughs> yeah, that's when I become a manga character who's a sexy lady that fights robots. Oh, yeah. I see. Yes. Jeff becomes one of the Battle Angels. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's me all over. <laughs> it's the reboot of Battle Angel Alita, but she's in a in, and, on the internet this time, and weirdly also a reboot of Charlie's Angel. <laughs> Oh man, that one, that new one comes out this next I weekend. I understand. Why? It's gonna be bad. No. Who's in it? Nobody, right? It's written and directed by Elizabeth Banks, who's also in it as Bosley. As uh, Rita Repulsa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's got Kristen Stewart, the uh, lady who well. played Jasmine in the new Aladdin, and yeah. someone else who is from something, but I don't remember her name. Now, Jeff, I'm going to ask you this, and I don't know the answer, but do you have a crush on Kristen Stewart? Because I feel like every time she does a movie, you say it's good, even though it looks terrible. I am interested in seeing her make a shift into action movies. <laughs> There's a lot of qualifiers here. Uh-huh. I have, sure. I have seen her in one movie where I enjoyed her performance, and that was Adventureland, and that was ten years ago. And then Yeah, she it made- doesn't hold up either. Yeah. I watched it again recently, and it's very boring. And then she yeah. made a bunch of very boring indie movies after the Twilight movies were over. All of the Twilight movies were bad, and I never saw the indie movies because they seemed boring. Um, mm. And I think that it's fun for her to be in action movies. Yeah, I was going to say, now that she's going to crush a man with her <laughs> bare hands, you're like, yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> now, I need to I need to conduct this uh, interview in a like a Mendy Hassan gotcha journalism kind of way, clearly, right. here. So, okay. you didn't answer the question of whether you have a crush on her. You said that you d- didn't like her career. And uh, is she an adult human woman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to answer questions, Jeff. Is she You're the one being interviewed? Is she between the ages of 23 and 45? <laughs> or or has she been aging really well and is over 45? Jeff, now you're just reading out your Tinder settings. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I have, a, uh, like, 45 plus, but there's a star next to it that says, only if hot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <man>. God. <laughs> that really oh, lets man. people know where you can. <laughs> That's uh, like, oh my goodness, obviously it's been, a, it's been a while since I've been on a dating profile, or a dating uh, application. Wow, what am I, Grandpa? <laughs> 
Anyway, um, but I like nothing bummed me out more than people who are like, "Do not contact me if you're not at least five foot nine or whatever." Yeah, it's that's just, so weird. It's not even like I get it if you have like standards, and if your standards are purely physical, that's weird. But you know, it's your life. Do what you want with it. But just to to come out so aggressive like that yeah. just doesn't seem yeah. nice. That Literally is, you can't say. Like advice columns will tell you, people who are like, "Well, I want to start dating, but I definitely want to get married. So should I put like, don't waste my time in here?" And they're like, <laughs> "You can't really say that." Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna also to scare anyone, away anyone who uh, might want to actually marry you someday. <laughs> yeah. Now, Matt, imagine that you felt the same way about this, but instead of being six feet tall, you were five feet four inches tall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now you have a little bit of insight into my dating life, where every time I see someone on Tinder who's like, puts her height, and she's five foot one, and she's like, only apply if you are six foot two or over. Like, come on. Well, just, that does let just... you know ahead of time that she's a total bastard, and you didn't want to meet her <laughs> yeah. anyway. You need to climb, you need to, I don't yeah. think you know how as tall six feet is if you're asking for <laughs> someone over six feet, and you're well, under so five and a half feet. That That is a s- clear sign that she is some kind of mega pervert. <laughs> if she wants something <laughs> that much taller yeah, than her, she's a perver- at minimum. She's a pervert for megafauna. <laughs> Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) She wants to fuck Godzilla, clearly. Uh, Kaijus only. (laughs) That would actually be a good addition to a profile, and I would love to see that. It would be really good. Hold on, where's my phone? I'm looking for a kaiju. If you aren't a kaiju, you need to be willing to dress up. Well, that's getting very specific. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to seem like a pervert thing. I want it to make yeah. me seem like a quirky weirdo. Yeah, uh, I like that. Kaiju's only. I love it. All quirky weirdos are perverts if, uh, if, um, oh, uh, well, never mind. <laughs> You're having some brain problems. <laughs> I know. I was trying to remember the name of that guy who made all of those movies about high schoolers in the 80s. Uh, John, John Waters? No. No, John the other Hughes? one. Hughes? Yeah. Hughes, thank you. Fuck. It, okay, edit all this out, Jeff. Okay. No. If John Hughes movies have taught me anything, it's that all quirky weirdos are perverts. It's confusing because yeah. John Hughes made, like, most of them, but then John Waters made, like, one or two? Well, John John Waters made the ones that were actually about perverts. <laughs> yeah, explicitly about perverts. Yes. Yeah. And always the city of Baltimore, so that's how yes. you know that. Do you think John Waters is a pervert in a bad way or only a good way? Both. Mm. Yeah, I... Mm, that is tricky. I want to think he's a pervert only in a good way, but I don't know, because yeah, sometimes I, people let you down. I am certain that he's a pervert in both a good way and a bad <laughs> way, because he's he definitely did a lot to, like, open up doors for people being open-minded more towards, you know, sexual freedom and things like that. But also, like, every once in a while in an interview, he'll come out and he'll be like... Well, I think that, like, I mean, first of all, apparently he was a supporter of Donald Trump during the election, so, like, what are you doing? Maybe he's an accelerationist. He probably He's like, we need to elect (laughs) Donald Trump in order to make the world burn down so we can start over. (laughs) I can see him doing that. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, But also, he's always just sort of like... He's he's never explicitly supportive of it, but he's always kind of like, hey, look, if people want to have a sexual attraction towards, like, underage people, that's their business. And I'm like, oh, John Waters, you can't. You can't say <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy who, like, would cross your boundaries and be like, I don't know about this. And he'd be like, what are you, a prude? Like, he seems yeah. like that kind of guy. He seems like the kind of guy who would laugh at a funeral. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode. <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> 
while Louisa will now sing the entirety of the song so that you can. No, I won't. Yeah, we've done that before with a different song, so. It's true. That was our best episode. That was our best one minute of the best episode we've ever done. How much of a nightmare was that to edit together? Uh, I didn't bother. Okay, so I've, ch- yeah, I've changed my profile to now the first line reads, no bigots, kaijus only, I smile more in real life than in pictures. Yes. Mm. I love it. Uh, And then the next paragraph is, if you ask me out to karaoke in your first message, I'll definitely say yes. Just an FYI to karaoke enthusiasts or con artists looking for an easy mark. Mm, Pretty good. Could you, after the kaiju thing later on in the profile, could you say, if you are not at least 5,000 feet tall, do not apply? (laughs) 5,000 is too high. That would be space. 1,000? Hold on. How big is Godzilla? Enter. (laughs) I'm putting in how tall is space. He's 355 feet in the 2014 movie, which is the biggest Godzilla. Hmm. That's actually, that's shorter than Yeah, that's I reasonable. You can find a woman who's that tall. 300 yeah, no feet. <laughs> I'm going to do 300 feet, um, five inches. <laughs> yes. Plus only. So good. So good. <laughs> I love this. This is what the show needs to be now. You just punch out uh, people's dating profiles. Oh, man. <laughs> Tinder is the one I'm least successful on, so I'm interested to see how well this does. You know, this could become a very scientific thing, where we just adjust one thing a week and then look at the statistics. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, it's uh, a case study into how to make someone who's extremely, extremely unpleasant very dateable. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true, Jeff. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Guys, in case you were wondering, the universe is 46 billion light years tall. Tall? <laughs> wait, wait I guess, because it's probably spherical, right? Uh, I mean, is there any way that we could possibly know? But I- Hold on, isn't it expanding at such a rate that any time you give a number, that number is immediately inaccurate? Well, it's the age of the universe is uh, two times the age of the universe is how big the universe is. But also, it's slowing down. I actually don't think it's expanding as fast as as all that. Ugh, climate change, <laughs> am I right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying there's gonna be a time when you can just say the universe is this big and it just will be for a long time? Yeah, probably. And then it'll I, mean, start I don't sh- think that'll happen anytime soon, but it, yeah, it, it will stop expanding at some point. It will, it, it will either decelerate for a very long time and then stop moving and everything will be really far apart, or it will then start condensing again back into nothing over the course of another, like, 50 or 60 billion years. Mm. Um, we it's don't gonna know. It's going to be way longer than that. I think it's going to be trillions of years yeah. to... to What if it stops expanding and then just starts expanding again? No one would see that coming. (laughs) Yeah, it stops and it's like, oh, gotta catch my breath. Yeah. (laughs) Let's do Maybe the universe is just me carrying a lot of groceries up the stairs. (laughs) Yeah, you're carrying five different universes because you couldn't stand to go back to the car. Yeah, it's a lazy man's universe. Uh, Pretty good. I've never said anything truer in my entire life. (laughs) It's a lazy man's universe and we're just living in it. Yep. Oh, man. It really right. is true, because even if you don't do anything, things continue to happen to you, <laughs> forces yes. of the universe. So oh, man. Everything's taken care of. It's true. All right, Louisa, what did you do this week? In uh, general. I've been... What? In general, not something you, that you enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, d- anything. It's fine. Uh, I have been making uh, chicken soup. For the, like, for the soul, or? Just the regular kind. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> It's probably a good idea. I don't think that you could make metaphysical soup in a week. 
I can't put believe a bunch that... of LSD in there. <laughs> I can't believe that we both made the same terrible joke. I can. <laughs> yeah, have you met us? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so it's been colder here lately. Uh, it snowed a little bit on Friday, which was super exciting, mm. just for about 10 minutes, and then it was sunny after that. But it was really nice for 10 minutes. Yep. Um, yeah, it really just... is soup weather, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. It's just so nice to put all the things into a cauldron <laughs> and then uh, leave it for 10 hours and then uh-huh. it's soup. And then curse all of the babies, t- yeah, the dead the babies to hell out. or whatever. Yeah. The bones and the dead leaves. Uh, and the sailors. This is yep. this season has uh, big druid energy. <laughs> it definitely does. Yes. Uh, so I've been doing that. I've been thinking about pot roast, which I'll probably make tonight. And I made. Have, have you ever made Louisa? Have you ever made caldo de race? Do you know this? That's I my favorite so. Star Not Wars character. Name. Although it sounds familiar, <laughs> it does sound like a Star Wars character. <laughs> uh, I had it. I had it a couple years ago at a Mexican restaurant when I was down in Baltimore, and it was so good. I like like looked up a recipe and started making it at home. It's uh, it's just like beef soup, but you have it's got a decent amount of cumin in it, and mm-hmm. then it's it's beef and potatoes and carrots and um corn, a bunch of chunks of corn cob. If, <laughs> if the pictures are right, yeah. Well, they do it with ch- with the whole corn cob, and then you fish it out and eat off the cob. I don't like doing that, uh. so I just cut the corn off the cob before I put it in. Jeff uh, seems shocked by this, but that's exactly what a lot of ramen places will do. What? Yeah, just put a big hunk of corn cob in there. Yes. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen that in ramen. Oh, our have you ever seen those it. weird pink fish discs? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's. Uh, I don't all care the time. for those. I don't like those either. It's like a weird chicken nugget. Ugh. It's what so are they? Gross. They're called Naruto's, right? Oh, is that so. what they are? I don't know. Yeah, because Naruto means like spiral, and Uzumaki yeah. also means spiral, and the character in Naruto is named Naruto Uzumaki. Stupid. Yep. <laughs> Um, anyway, it, you <laughs> sprinkle raw onion and cilantro on top, mm. and it is awesome. It's mm. so really good. good. It's like the perfect cold weather soup, so you should definitely try it. Mm, I'll have to look that up, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, I've made chicken stock, so I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make matzo ball soup, and now that my chicken stock's cold enough that I can harvest the schmaltz, so I can use that to make the matzo balls. Mm. Need that chicken fat. And I made chicken ramen last night. That was really good. I just love chicken soup. It's so good. Mm. Yeah. You think it's not going to be filling enough, but then you eat it and you're like, I am stuffed. Mm, I I have that, but then like an hour later, I'm very hungry again <laughs> with soup. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I My lunch this week was the exact opposite of soup. It was like the most filling thing I've ever <laughs> made. Okay, hold on. What's the opposite of soup? Let me think. Okay. Opposite of soup. Mm. Some kind of uh, stuffing, maybe? Like something very bready? <laughs> A whole brisket? <laughs> uh, I would say that both of those, like the middle of the Venn diagram between those, um, I made a whole bag of Goya lentils, the like little one pound bag, and then oh, yes. I made uh, like two pounds of chicken breasts. And then instead of measuring out how many lentils I wanted, I was just like, eh, I'm going to put the whole thing in the chicken. It ended up being so like thick and rich. Um, and I had that. Was it dry as a bone? It sounds like it would be like eating a desert. It wasn't. It was actually like, like it has the consistency of, I want to say, like hummus or refried beans or something. Mm. Oh no, that's too uh, gluey for me. Yeah, but I, I ate that with um, turmeric rice all week. Mm. That was pretty good. It does sound pretty good. I do love lentils and rice, uh, the kind where you brown the bottom of the rice so it's still crispy, and mm-hmm. then you have it with lemon yogurt. Oh, good. 
Yeah, I always do. Um, I'll put a little ghee in the pot and then add mm. uh, add rice to that and let it toast for a little bit, like basmati rice, and then I'll add um, mm. turmeric and adobo. Mm, that sounds real good. I always get, when I get Chinese food, I always uh, get General So's tofu because it comes with that big old thing of just white rice that I can then keep in the fridge and then make like some kind of fried rice dish for lunch later that week, and it's the best. Yeah, got him. You gamed the system. Well, because <laughs> for really good fried rice, you need to have it cooked and then cold, and yeah. no one has time for that. True. Although I do like to buy the frozen rice, which I know isn't great, and then you cook it, cook quote-unquote cook it in the microwave, but just part way, so it's still cold. Yeah. That works all right. Mm. Yeah. But it's great when they just give it to you for free with the dish you always wanted at Chinese food. Yeah, and you never want the rice with the Chinese food, or I never <laughs> do. I just want what to is eat my do? teeth and broccoli. No. I mean, I guess I guess people might say the same thing about Indian food, and with Indian food, I need that rice to live. <laughs> yeah. I but, mean, you should have it to be a balance. Like, you shouldn't have a cup full of bolognese and no pasta. But, like, with Chinese food, that's what I want. I don't want the rice. No, I always get the combo with pork fried rice instead of plain white. Uh, no, I'm just imagining somebody drinking a coffee cup full of bolognese sauce <laughs> just every morning. Sitting there cozy on the sofa with a mug of mm-hmm. bolognese. Yes. I guarantee somebody does that. Yeah. Somebody on Earth does that. Yeah, that sounds like something, like, if you're parents are directly from Italy or, like, you were raised by your Italian grandparents, you do that sometimes. <laughs> if your parents are from Italy but then they both died when you were two and you never learned what Italian things were, and you were like, okay, th- I guess this is Italian. Mm, and then it's like when you have a soft drink with ice at the bottom and you tip the mm. cup up and <laughs> pat the bottom but then all the meatballs fall on your face. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, then you're like, what? I'm Italian. <laughs> Waka waka. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was Fozzie the Bear Italian? (laughs) We need to discuss it. I was just thinking, (laughs) like, I immediately thought about it. I think he's supposed to be, like, an old-timey Jewish comedian. I was going to say, he's definitely got big cat skills energy, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, he does. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Yeah, I I think that he's riffing on, on that sort of vibe. Yeah, I feel I like so that too. his pork pie hat has to be a specific reference to someone, but I don't know who. I always assumed it was, like, Edward Norton. The, the idea of the sad sack in uh, straight man comedy mm. of the mid-century. Uh, which one has the, the hat like that? Is it Abbott or Costello? I don't remember. I don't no, which wait. Which. Abbott has, like, a bowler hat, but yeah. neither of them have a pork pie. The bowler hat. It's like the way it sits on Fozzie's head seems right. Hmm. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It's I definitely. So. Is it more of a straw boater? Hold on, I need to look up. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. now. It is much flatter than I had remembered it being. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a pork pie hat, right? Okay. Like, that is the style of hat as pork pie. Uh, why well, does Fozzie look like that? Enter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think his Good neckerchief luck. is an homage to Scooby-Doo? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> Every time I see somebody wearing one of those big floppy, like, neckerchiefs, I think of all of the characters on Scooby-Doo. Don't two of the Scooby-Doo gang have neckerchiefs? That's too many neckerchiefs. Those are a totally different kind it's of It's just Fred. That's no, just well, Daphne 60s. does, too. Does she? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. does. Mm. But I'm, the more I think about it, the weirder it is he has that large uh, bow around his neck. What is that? Is that... I... The closest I can get to that is an old-timey idea of a clown, because what person ever wore... 
uh, yeah. scarf like that. Wikipedia yeah. calls it a necktie. Well, <laughs> no. well, I mean, it is tied, and it's on his neck, so. Yeah. Oh, this is blowing my mind. <laughs> it's not like any article of clothing for anybody. Yeah, I'm, man, I we really blew the lid off of this whole conspiracy. I, I never thought about the design of Fozzie Bear, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this one goes all the way to the top. Explain yourself, Jim Henson. Come back to life and tell us. <laughs> anyway, I think you're exactly right about the Catskills comedy, because all his jokes are extremely structured and telegraphed from so far away <laughs> that you yes. can see them coming. Yeah. I appreciate, though, I feel like, going back to what you were saying about the sad sack thing, he mm-hmm. certainly has that, but somehow he still has the energy to keep trying, <laughs> yes. which you don't see a lot in sad characters and stuff. Like, usually somebody has to like, buck them up, but he's good to keep doing this. He's got a very Sisyphus energy. <laughs> no, I feel like in a comedy duo where there's the angry one and the flustered one, the flustered one always will keep trying, though. They never get beaten down by the angry one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they literally so. get beaten down by are the angry s- one as part of their bit. <laughs> are you saying that Kermit is the angry one? Yes! Oh my god! No, he's anxious, <laughs> not angry. Yeah, he's definitely- Miss Piggy's no, the angry no, one. No, 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 I'll fight you on this. The catalyst for every one of the Muppets' adventures is <laughs> Kermit snaps and yells at everyone about how they're a bunch of dumb assholes, and they're not doing enough to help him whatever, doing whatever he's doing, put on the show or keep the theater or whatever. You're describing exactly <laughs> one of the Muppets. Movies. No, all of them. No, that's not true. The first Muppet movie, the catalyst is that he wants to get famous. The second one is that he is a photographer. The first one is not canonical. <laughs> the- what are you saying? The Muppet <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's madness. The- You're insane. <laughs> what I love is whenever I make a joke on here, you two assholes are like, wow, this is a totally serious statement. Definitely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, but now you're doing the thing uh, of, like, oh, haha, joke's on you, I was just kidding, I was pretending to be stupid. No, I am serious, because this is the no, plot I am of stupid. all the Christmas ones and all the plots of the TV shows. You're talking about the three movies, which have much more specific plots. No, that's I mean, fair. The the only one that Kermit gets mad and yells at everyone is a very merry Muppet Christmas. <laughs> There's not any other one. <clears throat> Even the Christmas the other Christmas ones, he doesn't get mad at people. I he think does. I think that Kermit's primary trait is anxiety, and he's yes. much like Ned Flanders, bottling it all up until he flips out. Yes. Whereas Miss Piggy is just angry 100% of the time. She's a yes, little rage tornado. She's the angry one, yeah. for all right, sure. Sh- she's. Yes. All right, let's assign the Muppets to the Seven Deadly Sins. Okay, <laughs> definitely yes. I'm very into this. This is the most I've been excited I've ever been about our podcast. Are <laughs> wrath and anger two different things, or are they the same sin? I can never They're the same, same sin. sin. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy, for sure. But is Miss Piggy not vanity? No. Ooh. Uh, uh, Gonzo is vanity. Wait, how is Animal not wrath? <laughs> He's problem. never angry. Animal's lust. Oh, yeah, what? Animal's lust. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. No, 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 no. Gonzo is lust. Okay, Gonzo's yeah, you're right, you're right. fucking that chicken. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but Animal also never does anything but flip out and yell woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kermit is Animal- despair. <laughs> Wait, okay, before- <laughs> Despair is not a- It is! <laughs> it's sadness or despair, sorrow, yeah. despondency. That's yeah. not one of the seven deadly sins. Of course it is. Giving up? Of course it's a deadly sin. No, it's absolutely I'm not. I'm looking at the list right now. 
It's wait, hold on. I'm gonna do this from off of the top of my head. Sloth, wrath, pride, um Envy. Envy, lust, greed, and I've already forgotten the <laughs> yeah. ones I Oh, said. you know what? I'm looking at the uh apocryphal pre seven list that has eight yes. eight sins, so sorrow is the extra one there. Yes, yeah, sorrow. Listen, well, no, it has to, to be go- one of the deadly sins because that's why suicide is like morally illegal. No, no, it's, listen, it's we, have yeah. to, we have to go off of the seven deadly sins <sighs> yeah. as right. they are we described have to do in the-, the biblical text, okay. the movie seven starring Brad Pitt and <laughs> Give Morgan me the Pitt. list then. What are they? <laughs> Lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. This is the retcon. That's the ones that they've always been. We need to forget about that eighth sin. Okay. What was Um, our point? Okay, now we need to establish the seven core Muppets. Okay. Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Gonzo. That's That's the first four, right? Yeah, for sure we can all agree on those ones. Rolf, Rolf, probably. Okay. Is Dr. Teeth in there? No. Mm, no. He's a okay. free agent. Are we going with, like, Pepe the Prawn? No, he's ones? too late of an addition. If we were going to go with anything, it so would be... central now. Rizzo yeah. would be before yeah, Pepe. Yeah, Rizzo the Rat, I was going to say. Rizzo. Okay, I'll take Rizzo. Um, and... List I think it's going to be hard if John we try Denver. to... If we try to... <laughs> and Mark, Mark Hamill, the seventh puppet. <laughs> <laughs> if we try to pick... The most popular seven, and then assign them sins. That's no good. I think we have to go to the whole Muppet canon and try to make our case for the different sins. Okay. I mean, but that means we're going to have so many Muppets to choose from. I just I mean, yeah. In that case, then like yeah, Miss Piggy and Animal can both be wrath. All right. Well, we have to pick the most popular one for each of the ones. Gluttony, Swedish Chef. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah. But Rizzo, though. No, Rizzo's greed. Rizzo's greed. Okay. Um, Miss Piggy is Wrath. Yes. Um, what is... Hermit is Pride, maybe? Uh, yeah, he always thinks he needs to do everything himself, and then yeah. he realizes the Muppets have to help him, and he was too prideful. But he thinks yeah. he sucks sometimes. Yeah, but... He always but, thinks everything's his own fault, though. I think he represents the virtue of diligence. <laughs> okay, no, we can't get into virtues! <laughs> yes, and also, I feel like that's actually a very good representation of pride is that pride doesn't mean that you think you're great it just means mm. that you th- you are you think that you need to be like everything has to come through you all right could that be vanity though well vanity and pride are the same thing yeah are they in this list the same thing yes there okay. is no vanity then, yeah. in this list okay then yeah i want Kermit for pride all right yes. cool okay so that's the first four uh, lust is Gonzo. For sure, yeah. So we have gluttony, gluttony greed, uh, lust, wrath, pride. We need sloth and envy. Envy. Ooh. Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, I was thinking <gasps> yes! that too. Yes, yeah. yes, very good. Um, and then sloth is Rolf, for sure. Is he the lazy puppet? Yes. He's he's not actively lazy, but he always will try to get out of doing. Well, things. you wouldn't be actively lazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that the joke in the Muppets, the more recent movie that sums up Rolf so well, where he's like, "Why did anyone tell the story of how I joined the group?" And then it's them <laughs> going to him and be like, "Hey, you want to join?" He's like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly oh, right. <sighs> yep. So low key. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we did it. Done it. Matt, what did, what did you do to get through this week? We're still in that segment <laughs> of the show. <laughs> uh, let's just not do a wiki this week. You know? 
no, yeah, we need well, maybe, but the two. Well, which Muppets are the virtues? All right, no, we can't yeah, determine no. that. All right, okay, hold on. Wait, no, we can do this. We can do this. Okay, real uh, quick. This, this week I watched the Queer Eye Japanese version, and Yay. it's pretty good. Okay, so the seven uh, heavenly virtues as Muppets. Mm-hmm. All right, chastity, Kermit. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, zeal. Uh, Zeal? What? Zeal's one of them. Fozzie is always uh, trying to do something. Always. No matter how dumb or bad he is. Uh, Diligence. Zeal and diligence are the same thing. Okay, Zeal and diligence are the same. Uh, Or is he patience? No, I don't think he's terribly patient. You know who's patient? Uh, Bunsen Honeydew. Yes! I was just gonna say him! Oh man, this is good. Um, This is very good. uh, What are the other ones? There's (laughs) Justice... Where are you finding these? I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and Justice is not one of them. I'm just doing the thing where you com- where you take the the sins and then find their counterpart. Oh. Like wrath is justice. Oh, uh, wrath. Pride is- On here it lists Sorry. wrath uh, with patience. Uh huh. Uh, lust goes with chastity. Gluttony goes with temperance. Greed goes with charity or generosity. Sloth goes. Uh, oh, you know who's temperance? Scooter. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, He's always telling all the Muppets to do less crazy shit. I'm gonna say gratitude goes to um, the eternal hanger-on Walter, who sucks. Uh, I prefer Robin. What about Robin? What about Bean the Bunny? Also, yeah. Bean and Robin are the same character. What about Greg the Bunny? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Guys, I liked that show. Okay, great. Yeah, well, you you had a big, you were a big Seth Green stan. I liked it before it was that show, but I also liked all seven episodes of that show. Okay. Anyway, uh, and of course, the last virtue is humility. Humility, and that is Fozzie Bear. (laughs) No, we already gave him diligence. We can give somebody else diligence. Um. Oh, Scooter's very good at making sure all the details are right. Damn it. Um, but he's definitely temperance. Damn, damn it. <laughs> damn. Is Scooter all of the virtues? <laughs> yeah, he's the unsigned He's hero. the only virtuous Muppet. That's he's kind extremely of humble true. as well. Yeah. You're joking, but that, that might be true. <laughs> all yeah, of the other true. Muppets are sinful bastards, except... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could really... How come the Muppets have never done Muppets Dante's Inferno, <laughs> where... <laughs> Uh, Scooter is traveling through hell and seeing all the punishments that all the other Muppets are going through. <sighs> so yeah, that's that actually would be a really good movie. Yeah, write that movie and pitch it to them. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I might. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we did it, and good. I don't care if we didn't. Yes, agreed. <laughs> that's the important part. <laughs> are Stellar and Waldorf in any way distinct characters? Yes. How so? Yeah, in what uh, way are they different? I don't even know which one's which most of the time. <laughs> I know that Waldorf is the one that looks exactly like uh, Char- Charles Schumer. Oh. <laughs> he does! Incredible! <laughs> Chuck Schumer, the, the, Senate le- uh, the ho- Senate minority leader. The one who looks like Waldorf from the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I guess so. I'm not quite seeing but sure. Uh, Statler looks like Mitch McConnell. Yes. They're Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer. No, 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 no. 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 Oh, no, Waldorf is on the left. Okay, I was thinking that uh, Statler was the long-faced one when I looked at the two. No, no, no. The long-faced one looks like Charles Schumer, and the the short-faced, white-haired one looks like Bernie Sanders. The the long- (laughs) The mustache? The mustache, yeah. um, 
If he Bernie Sanders like, uh, grew a mustache, he would just turn into this bucket. He looks like Mike Gravel. <laughs> oh, he uh, looks like, what's his name from Cocoon? What's his name? Wilford Shit. Brimley. Uh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. From Cocoon, right. he's from The yeah. Thing. He's no, from no. Oatmeal. <laughs> exactly. He's from those diabetes commercials. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Statler is the one with the long face that looks like Chuck Schumer, Matt. You got it wrong. Okay. I, I was wrong. See, Statler. I told you, they're in no way distinct. Statler, Chuck Schumer... Is that you know, the there's... new nickname that Donald Trump is going to have for Chuck Schumer? Uh, no, he doesn't watch any television or movies. He does you know, listen more... to our podcast, though, and <laughs> he can get <laughs> fucked. Hey, Donald Trump, get fucked. Yeah, good. Uh, there is more lore to them. You know how they're both named after hotels. Well, Waldorf has a wife, or possibly ex-wife, named Astoria. Pretty good. Nice. don't know if Sattler has a wife or not. Mm. I like that. It, her name is Ritz Carlton. <laughs> sure. Her, her name is Days In. <laughs> That's very good. I uh, guess her name Pinta. her name would have to be Hilton, right? Because it's the Statler Hilton and the Waldorf Astoria. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that the Statler has a second. That's what I'm I looking Statler at. Statler is now defunct, huh. is it not? Uh, I guess Hilton must have bought it recently. Oh, okay. Oh, it's now called the Hotel Pennsylvania. I would or, love, it would actually be a very good joke in a future Muppet movie if Statler was uh, dating Paris Hilton. <laughs> Gross. Gross. <laughs> yeah, well. How old is Paris Hilton now? Guess closest without going over wins. Okay, 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 okay. 35. Louisa? 34. I'm gonna guess one year old. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 38! Ah! Uh, yes! Damn it! I win! Wow, she's older than you, Matt! I wouldn't have guessed! Yeah. 81 she was born. Alright. Huh. Good for her. She's 5'8". I always thought she was a very tiny person. Mm. I still think I could take her in a fight. I guess Is that she, what we're doing? I guess she was a model, so you have to be, like, over 5'6 yeah. to be a model, legally. Or just she be was... extremely rich. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Did. I knew she was tall, but it wasn't until I saw her without her blue contacts that I realized, oh, she looks like a regular human being, because with those fake blue contacts, she looks like a space alien. Huh. Yeah. Oh, Mar yeah. Uh, Marilyn Monroe was only 5'5", five five and Twiggy was only 5'6". What are you doing? What is yeah, happening? You're looking up short models. <laughs> you remember when we banned you looking up things while we were making this, this show? This is why. This is why. All right. Well, ask me what I did this week, and I'll stop All looking right. things up. What did you do this week, Jeff? Uh, I feel bad only ever talking about the movies I've gone to see, but that's all uh -huh. I ever do with my life, and I went to go see Dr. Sleep yesterday. Oh, yeah? Uh, was it any good? I was surprised at how good it was. Um, one, because it seems like a fool's errand to say, all right, I'm going to adapt Stephen King's sequel to The Shining, and I'm mm -hmm. going to make it a sequel to Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. <laughs> I've got a plan. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Mike Flanagan, the writer and director of the film, did this, and I think if you're going to have someone do it, it's got to be one of the most capable horror uh, creators out there. Sure, never heard of him. Uh, nope, me neither. He made The Haunting of Hill House, he directed the pre <laughs> prequel to Ouija, uh, that was oh, shockingly nice. good. Um, <laughs> but if you saw Ouija, it spoils everything that happens in that movie, so don't watch Ouija. Just watch Ouija, Origin of Evil. Uh, <laughs> he made Hush, that Netflix original uh, horror movie that's a ho normal home invasion movie, but the woman being home invaded is deaf. 
Um, he, he made Oculus, that kind of bad Karen Gillan horror movie from ten years ago. That kind of bad virtual reality headset from a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, he made that mm-hmm. headset. Um, mm-hmm. And Gerald's Game, which was a Netflix original from last year. That sounds like a fake movie that would be in another movie. <laughs> We're going to see Gerald's Game this weekend. Yeah. Oh no, it's a like Stephen King short story from the mid mm-hmm. ni- the mid nineties um, about. A couple that is gonna, like, start having kinky sexual relations, and then after the woman gets, um, put in her, the handcuffs, her husband dies on top of her. Well, that's horrible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. this person's already worked with Stephen King. Does Stephen King like this person? I guess Does Stephen so. Stephen King remember working with this person? Probably <laughs> yeah. not. Was this when he was extremely high on cocaine <laughs> yeah. all the time? <laughs> well, he adapted Stephen King's favorite novel into a TV show when he made The Haunting of Hill House, and Gerald's Game was uh, like fairly well-liked adaptation, so I guess they must get along. Okay. Uh, and he met with Stephen King to be like, all right, I know you hate Kubrick's The Shining, but how can we reconcile the fact that that movie will loom so large over this one? I know you hate mm-hmm. Stephen. I, I know you hate Kubrick's The Shining, but it's the only good adaptation of one of your novels that's ever been done. So how do we do that again? <laughs> yeah, uh, it is an incredible film, but I understand why Stephen King doesn't like it because it does uh, miss a bunch of the major points of the novel, and I felt like this movie reconciled that pretty well. I mean, yeah. I think you're. I think that that makes sense, but I do feel like. This is not to say that it is impossible to enjoy a Stephen King novel, but I do feel like Stephen King doesn't try to make his novels good or fun to read. (laughs) I feel like Stephen King puts a lot of his own life into all of his novels, so then they're very personal to him and he has trouble with the adaptations. Exactly, because The Shining is just about how he uh, gave up drinking. He's Jack Torrance in the story, so to have Jack Torrance instead of being, like, a tortured figure who's slowly driven mad by his addiction, like he is in the book, just be a axe-wielding clown maniac like he is in the movie, um, which I like. I think that's a lot of fun. The Shining is probably the best Haunted House movie. Now, Jeff, I think you're a little bit confused, because... Even though it was Jack Nicholson playing the character, he wasn't a clown maniac in that one. Yeah, no, he wanted to dance with the devil. Batman. Yeah, where does he get all those wonderful toys? Yeah, (laughs) he said he was going to give this town an enema. All work and no play (laughs) makes this town have an enema. Oh, man. Yeah, he said, said, I'm not going to hurt you, Batman. I'm just going to bash your brains in, right? Yeah, don't kill him. He won't learn nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened in that movie. Oh God! Yeah, he said to his therapist, "You don't understand. You're not listening. All I have are bad thoughts." Yeah. And then he danced down those stairs. <laughs> oh Christ! Oh, everything is the worst. Can we get into a wiki now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, I oh, was it? Wait, is it? Um, what? What's the main guy in in No Sleep, Doctor Sleep? Uh, you and McGregor. You and McGregor, that's huh. right. He's great. He's one of the um, UK actors who does a good job at an American accent. And he's does he get fully nude up- in this movie like he loves to do? Uh, he gets what he has a beard, but then when he uh, gives up drinking, he shaves the beard. <laughs> mm, that's mm, that's not weird. what I asked. Oh, I thought you said, does he uh, get really beard in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. You have a quirky manner of speaking. I said, does he get fully nude like he likes fully to Fully nude, so, no. There are so many movies where Hugh yeah. McGregor is full frontal oh nudity. Um, God, like half of 
train spotting is just Ewan McGregor's dick flopping around. Yeah, Attack of the Clones was real harrowing with that. Mm-hmm. He was like, let's that have a lightsaber battle, and then got his dick out. That movie would have been watchable if Ewan McGregor's <laughs> dick had been in it. Uh, uh, no, he does not get fully nude. The only full frontal nudity okay. is the horrible uh, bathtub woman from The Shining. And he's playing okay. a grown-up version of the like kid in the in yeah. the first one. Yeah, yeah, he's playing a grown-up Danny Torrance who. Oh, uh, so did, he's got the Shining. Yeah, he's got he's <laughs> got the Shining and meets another child who has the Shining. So he plays yeah. sort of like a Dick Halloran role to that kid. Oh, that means uh, okay. Dick Dick Halloran the is the the old black guy who was in the Shining. Who's like uh, remember okay. when groundskeeper Willie uh, yes. tells Bart that he has the <laughs> yes, Shining? <I> yeah, <laughs> yes, I do remember that. <laughs> Pretty good. Listen, uh, I've seen clips of The Shining. I can piece it together. I would extremely <laughs> recommend watching The Shining because there's no jump scares. Um, and then there's horrible stuff though on purpose. <sighs> yeah, but it's the good. It's like it's the kind of horrible stuff that you see at Spirit Halloween. Yeah, it's there's <laughs> it's not extremely gory. It's like just like it's, very cartoonish blood. Yeah, it's like it's like a couple of twins covered in blood and like uh like a oh wait is there. Is there a weird sex thing with a person in a bear costume or something? Yeah, but you don't yeah. see any of the sex. You see the person with, like, a dog mask on and his face in someone's lap who is off screen, and then they both look up and are, like, glaring at Shelley Duvall. <laughs> Someone's in here! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shelley Duvall sees this and reacts almost as bad as when her husband was trying to kill her moments <laughs> earlier, which is very yeah. bizarre. Well... She was thinking that she was there to film more of that she- Shelley Duvall reads you fairy tales. Hi, uh, hi, I'm Shelley show. Duvall, and she's riding yes. in on a unicorn. Yep, and she's like, today we're going to be telling a story of Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh no! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good. I yeah. I really enjoy that she was like, as soon as she got her shining money, she was like, now I'm going to exclusively do a show where I read fairy tales to children and no one will watch it, but I will personally finance it for years and years. That's yep. great. Live uh, your dream. Yeah, that's what true. I say. It's fun to read fairy tales. Uh, so <laughs> I opened our wiki randomizer and before mm-hmm. it uh, re-rolled, I clicked on a wiki and then I also brought up the one from after it re-rolled. So can we, do you want to choose between them? No, I want to do the no. first one. The first yeah. one from before it finished loading and did a re-roll. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that one is the e-wrestling wiki. Oh, is... God! <laughs> I'm being punished for my whatever Deadly Sin Kermit is. Hubris? <laughs> <laughs> is that a sin? I don't even know what that means. It should be. I think, I think hubris is its own punishment. <laughs> Wait, we, have we discussed this Oh, before? hubris I'm is definitely... pride, duh! <laughs> Um, we've, we've definitely discussed this before, but I'm the Kermit of this podcast, right? Oh, For yeah. For sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes it very uncomfortable because Louise is clearly the Miss Piggy of this podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff is the scooter. He's always doing the behind-the-scenes stuff that makes it run. But that's true. Although that's extremely flattering. <laughs> I am, uh, Gonzo Animal Rising. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna do cusp signs, then I'm I'm definitely Kermit Cusp Fozzy for sure. I think I'm more of a Sam the Eagle in the URL weirdos, and I will shut down anyone's joke. You're a hardcore like Republican. You're... This is gonna be. <laughs> That's the thing this about gonna... Sam the Eagle, right? He loves Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I Probably. guess this is this is gonna sound impossible, but Louisa, I think you're mm. best described as somehow a combination of Sam the Eagle and Pepe the Prawn. 
Yeah, I'll the take two that. most opposite characters in the Muppets. No, you're uh, Pepe and Rizzo. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. You're the two yeah, garbage gremlins who love to eat. <laughs> uh, uh, all in and none of the other two. Super Ego and Ego. You don't even know what they do. Super Ego never heard of him. That's good. Okay, wrestling, though. All right. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, I don't so know anything about it. Muppets wiki, you guys. <laughs> I don't know anything about e-wrestling, but I'm assuming this is just online stuff? Um, I think that it is just the wrestling wiki, but you could read the description mm-hmm. like you usually do and let us know. Oh, I thought we were going to try to guess. Okay, so, uh, the e-wrestling encyclopedia. Uh, this background actually is a montage of photos of uh, people in wrestling uh, being attacked in different wrestling uh, poses. Uh, yeah, welcome there's a to the huge panoramic shot of a giant brawl between. Oh my wrestling. god! I just yes. learned what e wrestling is because it doesn't say on the description <laughs> page. Up. But go on. <laughs> welcome to the e wrestling encyclopedia. The e wrestling encyclopedia is the first fully interactive e wrestling knowledge database. Uh, formed in July 2005, uh, editable. There's a lot of info here. Mm. This includes information on the characters, federations, interfederations, and handlers, and anything which can be written about to an acceptable level. E-wrestling. Oh, hmm, no, I now means. know what e-wrestling is as well, because I clicked <laughs> on the link and it's the worst thing. Uh, the e-wrestling encyclopedia strives to change the face of e-wrestling and to prevent the inevitable situation where the stars of today will be forgotten in ten years' time. Stars. Uh, stars. Alright, what did you find out, Jeff? Uh, e-wrestling is basically... um wrestling roleplay writing. Like, it's wrestling fanfiction, but all original characters. Oh no. What? Yeah. Wait, why are they talking about uh, not forgetting the stars of today? The stars of today are the people in uh, uh, wrestling orgs such as the Fans Wrestling Organization, Primetime Championship Wrestling, and Old School Entertainment. So, what this is, is for people who love all the fake drama around wrestling, but not the actual physical wrestling. <laughs> I've been I've been super interested why WWE doesn't have this in the form of like novels and comic books about oh, the yeah, characters. They should have comics for sure. They've, that would be so weird. They've had like a couple mini series, but they they could have like a whole e- extended universe, expanded oh universe God. of wrestling comic books. Jeff, Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about whether I wanted to completely sell out and just start writing on spec, like, garbage novels and see if I could get one published for money. (laughs) And this is, this is my gateway in. I'm gonna do a novelization of the Gravedigger's life. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why particularly? Wait, is Gravedigger one or is he a monster? That's a monster (laughs) (laughs) truck. No, it's both, isn't it? No, 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 you're thinking of the Undertaker the, and yeah. his. Okay. his I thought he had a minion. Yeah, his manager is named Paul Bearer. Yeah. Well, yes, that's a good joke. <laughs> that's a solid that's joke. A good joke. <laughs> well, that's a good joke for the eighties. I'll yeah. give you that. Okay, it's better than any joke we've ever made on this show. For fair. sure, that's fair enough. I have never been intrigued by anything about wrestling except. What are the rules of the fictional sport being depicted in the television program wrestling? Yeah. I do think it's very funny how upset the referees often get during <laughs> the wrestling when they never enforce their rules. I mean, yeah. I guess... I, I being guess, upset is part of their pantomime, though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's really all they're there to do, is to be like, stop using your hypnosis powers on people. <laughs> 
Oh no, you brought a wedding cake into the ring and you're smashing it into your opponent's face. That's not allowed. Oh, you you can't bring a crowbar into the ring and beat the rock to death with it. (laughs) Oh Uh, man, did you guys ever see that video of the, like, extremely backyard wrestling thing of the guy whose whole stick is that he has hypnosis powers. I love it. <laughs> it's extremely good. The referee tries to stop him and then he just uses his hypnosis powers on the referee as well. <laughs> oh. Oh, that is very good. I like to see the uh, amateur wrestling when they do cool stunts. What I don't like is the interminable periods of time where one of them, who does not work out very often, but admittedly is pretty good at the stunts, is just like sweating and breathing heavy, pretending like he's about to lose the match that isn't real. Yeah. Like, just do the stunts. God damn it. I don't, like, you're not a good actor. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of the behind the scenes stuff, like, oh, we're checking on them in the green room before their match, and they, like, just stand chest to chest and just breathe in each other's faces because neither one of them is good enough at improv to trash talk the other, so they don't have anything to say. It's so ridiculous. The thing that's crazy to me is this wrestling is is one small step away from those stunt spectacular shows that they do at Six Flags. But one giant leap away from novels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you could, like, I would watch it if they had those, like, pyrotechnic stunts and stuff in there as well. All that extra plot stuff. Why don't they just do that? They're already very stupid. Medieval times, <laughs> but for wrestling. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a good, that's a million dollar idea. Dude. Yeah. I, you're, really, you're really giving away gold today. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, when you go to a pro wrestling thing, it is just medieval times, but for wrestling, but they don't serve you food. They serve you, like, sports snacks. Yeah, and when you go to wrestling, like, the thing that's great about Medieval Times is that every week you know that it's going to be the same, like, four people. Mm. <laughs> you can you can really mm-hmm. develop a relationship with the Green Knight or whatever. I feel like people do develop a relationship with their wrestlers, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, but but then you have to, like, follow them all around the country or some bullshit. What I'm oh, saying you just is, watch them on TV. Or you just watch them on TV. But what I'm saying is if there was a restaurant where you knew The Rock was going to be every oh, Friday, okay. you would go there every Friday. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I'm interested in why in this fictional sport depicted on the television program wrestling is there good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Well, I can tell you why. Because wrestling as it is now, professional wrestling, is just pantomime for adults. Which means you just go there and you scream when is it for doing adults? An illegal move. Someone's doing an illegal move, but the referee's facing the wrong way, and you have to scream, "No, ref, pay attention!" Like it just is no. a pantomime. We do believe in fairies, and then everyone claps, and then the rock exactly. can get up again. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee there's somebody's gimmick who, oh, well, look, the crowd is really giving him the energy to continue. I'm yeah, sure that's, Hulk that's Hogan. happening. That was Hulk Hogan, <laughs> yeah. for sure. That's not yes, a joke. Yes, that really yes, was. yes. It, all of it perfectly lines up to pantomime. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I really like um, how into pro wrestling uh, Japan has gotten because <laughs> it is extremely aligned with stuff like shonen anime. Um, like, in just the basic structure of it, of like, ooh, if I have enough willpower and the energy of my friends, I can get enough power to defeat the bad guy, and then, like, all the costumes kind of evoke that as well. Very good. Why aren't aren't people more ashamed of liking wrestling? Like, I- 
as we all know, I'm a big nerd and I'm a big fan of like superhero comic books and Dungeons and Dragons and fantasy novels and stuff like that. But I feel ashamed about it. Like I, <laughs> you I try to, unless I know that the person I'm talking to is already into it, I avoid talking about it because I just don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to pull somebody else into my bullshit. Yeah, that's but, true. But I, I know think- lots of people who like proudly talk about how much they like wrestling even though it's at least as stupid yeah i think there's enough of a veneer that it's a sport and the fact that people legitimately hurt themselves doing this dumb thing (laughs) that you could be like no this is manly and real i Um, i've hurt myself larping before so (laughs) checkmate Yeah, but have you ever hurt yourself LARPing by doing a backflip off of the turnstile? <laughs> because uh, that's the way these LARPers hurt themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling is a LARP, it's yep. true. It is. Yeah, I think that I would be way into wrestling if it was just a little snappier. It's just, it yeah. just moves so slowly. Yeah. And I would buy into the heroes and villains and people doing different things and schemes, but the acting is so incredibly bad, it breaks my uh, suspension of disbelief. Yeah, that's, yes, that part is crazy how, like, muggy and over-the-top acting it is. Yeah. And it the thing is, the heroes and villains thing, what I was going to say when you first brought that up is, it kind of implies another world outside of the wrestling ring that's going on, but it's not our world. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. There's so- like, these characters are coming in from a parallel universe where they spend all their time struggling over the fate of humanity, and the way they solve their disputes is by coming into our world and wrestling, I guess. So, earlier this year, I saw the WWD- WWE Films uh, release, Fighting With My Family, which is a biopic about the professional professional wrestler Paige. And, and this is the one where Kevin James earns enough money to save his school by fighting as a woman? Yes. <laughs> what three movies are you combining there? <laughs> I know Here Comes the Boom was one of them, but I don't know. There was one where he dressed up as a woman to, to wrestle, I think. Nom de boom. Uh, <laughs> so a good joke. Uh, so we meet, uh, we meet this, this, like, teen girl Paige, and she does extremely amateur wrestling in her town in Northern England, um, with her brother. And then, like, it gets into the fact that, you know, wrestling is a, you know, entertainment performance and not a real sport. Mm-hmm. But then, after, like, they go through the learning to do moves and learning to do acting when her and her brother are getting scouted for the WWE, it, the climax of the film is her going to her first WWE event and winning, which shouldn't be the climax of the film, because why would she be surprised to win? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a really good is point. It- Sorry, I was not paying enough attention. Clearly, is it a, supposed to be a documentary or is it fictionalized? No, it's a, it's a biopic. So it's it's like a, a a Ray or that. Why is Ray the only biopic I can think of? <laughs> I don't yeah, even I know what Ray is. Oh, like the Jamie Fox. Uh, oh yes, Ray okay, Charles. Ray Charles. Charles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's another biopic? Malcolm X. Yeah, Malcolm X or the greatest uh, when Will Should Smith we- played Muhammad Ali. Should we all start saying biopic? No, ew. No, I don't listen, like that. No, listen, 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 listen. I know it's worse. I get it. Uh-huh. But I think it might be correct. No! It's Why sucks, would it? But it's because it's biography. Uh, yeah, sure. but it's bio. It's yeah. short for biographical film. 
No one says biographical. Nobody says biographical. <laughs> yes, they do. How do you pronounce that word? Biographical. Biographical. Biopic. Biopic. Yeah, biopic is different than biopic. Well. Yeah. Anyway. Biopic flows better. Biopic, I don't like how that sounds. I, you're, that's just because you're used to it. Look, yeah, I, I, I will not, change. I'm not arguing it's better. I like biopic better. I, what I'm saying is that we might need to take the worst one because it's, it makes more sense. Uh, here's why I think no. bi- biopic is wrong. The O and the P are part of different words in the portmanteau. You can't put them in the same phoneme. Yes, there we go. Huh. Okay. I like that explanation and it makes it so I don't have to change. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Like, so I do like we that. We got there. Uh, what's, it, it would, I can't think of another one where this happens because most of the time with a portmanteau, it's not of like vowel into a consonant. Mm. Yeah. Let's not worry about it. Anyway, really. but um, so, anyway, I got so, a random page. Oh. Well, oh. hold on. Jeff said he found something that made, <clears throat> excuse me, found something that made him realize that this was all fake and wasn't about real wrestlers. What did you find out, Jeff? Uh, I clicked through to the page E-Wrestling in the welcome block. Okay. So, even though there's photos of, I'm guessing, real wrestlers, I couldn't recognize a single one of them, uh, everyone here is just uh, an imaginary wrestler. What you'll notice is that there's photos of real wrestlers in the banner at the top, but when you scroll down, all the pictures are either... which is fantastic, 3D <laughs> renders of characters that were made in some kind of wrestling video game. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> or, Simply remarkable. Or very badly drawn, hand-drawing pictures of wrestlers. Okay, good. Great. Uh, I just so. clicked through to a league's championship, and in 2005, Nathan Drake won it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's from the Uncharted game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay hold on. I need to say something because it is burning inside me, the injustice of this. Mm-hmm. If you are going to go to the, the trouble of creating a page on this wiki for your pr- pretend wrestler persona, mm-hmm. you should be legally required to dress up in the outfit you describe and yep. take a picture of yourself yep. and mm-hmm. make that the picture of this person. You yes. sh- that should be, even if you make multiples, you have to get all those costumes. That is the law. <laughs> I'm saying this is internet law. Yeah, they need to LARP this for real, and not just yes. pretend they're going to LARP it. Mm-hmm. Why half-ass your LARPing? Because <laughs> you have to go to the gym. F- well, listen. A, there's plenty of fat wrestlers. Right. B, you, uh, you are in better shape than a, a 2D drawing of a person. That's fair. The, well, the, the fat wrestlers, like, regardless of what they look like, are still, like, agile and strong and have, uh, like, can, yeah. can breathe. Yeah, it's while... just a photo. No, yeah, I'm not saying you have wrestle. to take a video of you taking down <laughs> oh, John I see. Cena. You just need a photo. You don't actually need these people to wrestle each other. Right. I right. mean, listen. I would love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would love it if these idiots tried to beat each other up. <laughs> uh, I okay. have been sorely tempted to go see um, amateur pro wrestling, which is just the clumsiest phrase, but there's no other way to distinguish between wrestling like Greco-Roman and wrestling like this kind. So yeah. when they're not doing it as their job and it's just a hobby, we have to call it amateur pro wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. I've been really tempted because I think uh, Kaiju Big Battle is in New York. Um, yeah, God, you're I, looking at data Kaiju. That's true. Kaiju Big Battle, if you don't know, audience or hosts, is the one where they dress up in Godzilla costumes and knock over buildings in the ring. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about um, that before and I love it. 
if you really wanted to commit to this new Tinder persona, Jeff, you would go to that and take a picture of yourself at Kaiju Big Battle with like a thumbs up and make that your new profile. <laughs> oh God, no! Because then it's then people are going to think it's a pervert thing and not yeah, a joke. Yeah, they definitely yeah, will. They'll <laughs> be like, "Oh, he's really into it, actually." <laughs> uh, I somebody is going to think that's cool. I will definitely end up attending a wrestling event um, if my friend who is a wrestler does a performance in New York at some point. All right. Document it. I don't want to go to goddamn Philadelphia for it. Yeah, no one ever (laughs) wants to go to Philadelphia for anything. Um, Okay, I got a random page, and I got Mm -hmm. IPWA Women's Championship, which is a fictional women's championship competition, uh, which stands for uh, International... Promotion Wrestling Alliance, which is just a terrible name. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not even a good acronym. No, it's not. And the the uh, belt that they have designed here oh, Lord. Uh, has two big gold medallions with the female gender symbol on it, <laughs> and then what looks like a zebra print uh, rectangle with the word women's in hot pink over it. Mm-hmm. It is, it is exactly the thing that a male wrestling fan would think represents women's aesthetics. <laughs> it is extremely the aesthetics of women in wrestling right now, though. Oh, yeah, that's, well, yes, because I guarantee that the aesthetics of all women in wrestling were designed by male wrestler, uh, designers or whatever. Yeah, I'm curious how much, um, say a WWE wrestler has over their, like, look and persona? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, though, like, going, well, this is way back, but I remember Hulk Hogan saying that the guy decided he was gonna be Irish-themed, and that's why his name was gonna be Hogan, he's like, but I'm not even Irish. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, Colt Cabana, who is a, I guess, like, not WWE level, but, like, one level down from that, he wrestled in the WWE under the name Scotty Goldman, because Vince McMahon told him, you have to be a Jewish-themed wrestler, because you're Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Was Rowdy Roddy Piper Scottish-themed, or just did he just wear a kilt? Like, did he have any more other Scottish things? I guess he was always drunk. Well, they were all always drunk. It was the 80s. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, yeah he, was, he was falsely ba- billed as coming from Glasgow. Yes. <laughs> did he ever bother to do an accent? I don't think so. He was Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, great. Okay. <laughs> Oh man! Clearly, so, the guy—is it was it Vince McMahon even back then who was doing all this? Because and did he suffer very many brain traumas at some point in his life and just like think that he could create reality by the way that he uh, described things? Uh, Vince McMahon has been in charge of the WWE since its founding, I believe. Oh no, he took over from his father in 1982. Okay. Uh, something on this page that Matt has <laughs> that. Um, I've noticed, I think, on other pages, is that a lot of things haven't been updated in a very long time. Yes. Because current champion, it says the inaugural women's champion will be crowned at IPWA Honor and Glory in September. And this was created in August of 2008. So. Yeah. (laughs) The inaugural champion has not been crowned. Yep. I'm so interested in all of the people who create content for all of these wikis we go to where they create teaser content, like, ooh, come back in a month and I'll explain to you what's happening, and then they just never did it. (laughs) I understand that perfectly, because I would get real hype about this in August and be like, I'm going to set this thing in September. And then I'll be like, oh shit, it's October, and I never went back to that thing. (laughs) I'm embarrassed now, I won't do it. (laughs) Yes, I mean, certainly yes, but 
All I'm saying is, after you do that one time and you see other people doing that, just set your thing now. Just do all of it now. <laughs> just yeah. get it done. Don't tease it because you won't do it. No, Learn true. from your mistakes, people. Yeah, carpe diem, you motherfuckers. Yes. There's a lot of empty pages here. Like, I clicked through yes. from the Women's Championship to IPWA Honor and Glory, the aforementioned event, mm -hmm. uh, which says that it will happen in September of 2008. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's going to be IPWA's version of WrestleMania. There's real wrestlers wrestling fake wrestlers in this. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like, I scroll to the bottom of the page and I see, for instance, uh, there's a picture of Ryan Reynolds, and there's a picture of what's-his-name who is Two-Face in uh, the uh, most recent Batman Tommy movies. Lee Jones. Nope. <laughs> the most recent Batman movies. Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> I can never remember his name. Thank you. Yes, Tommy but they Jones. they both have names as if they're wrestlers, and I think they're supposed to be people's wrestlers. That's pretty good. It's not good. No, <laughs> it's I like pretty it. Bad. Um, <laughs> the idea of being like, okay, I created, I I spent four hours writing up a description of this wrestling persona. Now I need to post a picture. I guess I'll just use the headshot of Ryan Reynolds from like 1995. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what people do. That's exactly how you uh, put together a D and D character, isn't it? <laughs> You're like, I in my mind, they kind of look like this. So sure, a picture mm. of this actor, I guess. I guess, but at least when I put when I do the effort to put together a D and D character, it's because I'm gonna play a game with that character later. What is the end goal of this? I'm actually very curious to run this is quasi related to what you said. Uh one of the wrestling RPGs that exists. I think that might <laughs> yeah. be fun. Yeah, I again I I am so much more on board with that than I am with this, or even just watching professional wrestling. <laughs> at least you're doing something. It just doesn't uh, make sense. This, yeah, ugh, the, the amount sense. of effort people put into these weird fan fiction things that, and then they give up. Yeah. Like, th is it fun for you? Because if it is, then keep like finish doing it. And if it's not fun for you, why did you start? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got a random page, and my random page I put it in the chat is FMW Lethal Injection. Lethal Injection is an annual professional e-wrestling pay-per-view event produced by Full Metal Wrestling. It was established in 2007 as FMW's second pay-per-view event of the year, being placed at the halfway point between the beginning and end of a calendar year. That part is boring. Um, no, it isn't, and no, it wasn't. <laughs> wait, wait, the problem placed at the halfway point between the beginning and the end of the year? There has to be a better way to say that. I shouldn't have read that part. It should have just said it's biannual or something. Yeah. Um, so then, because I don't know any wrestlers, um, it has dates and venues for this event. Uh, Lethal Injection 2007 was in Atlanta, Georgia at the Georgia Dome. And I don't know if the Georgia Dome is real, but then my clue is Lethal Injection 2010, which is to be determined, is in Philadelphia at the Wachovia Center. And I know that one's real. So I'm guessing the Georgia Dome is real. Yeah, the Georgia Dome is real. That link goes to the Wikipedia page for it. <laughs> and then 2008 was in Chicago, the Allstate Arena. And the main events, uh, the one for 2010 is to be determined. So I guess the person stopped doing this probably also in 2008. Which is, uh, yeah, because there's nothing for 2009 in there. Exactly. <laughs> okay, hold on. So I'm looking at this, the first lethal injection on this list. First of all, I got really excited when you posted this because I thought there was a, that we were going to see a wrestling character named yeah. Lethal Injection. God, yeah. that would be fucking ass. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would be so good. It's an incredible wrestling name. 
Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, secondly, I was looking at the main event for the first one here, and it has mm-hmm. a list of all of the people who are fighting each other. Two of them are Alex O'Rion and Andrew O'Rion. I think this mm-hmm. is supposed to be like a joke on Orion, maybe, but like, yeah. O'Rion doesn't make sense and it is nothing. <laughs> I clicked maybe through it's to these pronounced two, Orion. But <laughs> you wouldn't pronounce it that way if it was Scottish, which presumably, or Irish. It's clearly not because it's wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's just dumb. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I clicked through these two, uh, presumably brothers, I guess. One of them is, uh, the, the picture is some kind of blonde muscle boy, as mm-hmm. expected, fine. The other one <laughs> appears to be a picture of the X-Men character Havoc on fire. <laughs> That kicks ass. Very so, like, good. I think maybe Andrew Orion, with his magical fire powers, might have an edge over his brother, who is just blonde. I like that his picture also just says Havoc. Yes. <laughs> Which is not mentioned, because that's apparently not supposed to be part of his wrestling thing. <laughs> that's very good. Also, they are twin brothers, right? Oh, is that it? I didn't read it at all. Yes, the twin, they're twin brothers. I would like to point out that Alex's page has a date of birth, <laughs> and Andrew's page does not. <laughs> I would also like to point out that Andrew's alternative ring name is Mercutio. <laughs> that's very good. Does he get killed by Romeo at the beginning of every match? Because that's the only thing I remember about that character. Oh, is he the one who says, do you bite your thumb at me? That's how he starts all his wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Oh, Havoc was a group that uh, Andrew Orion was in. It was a tag team group. Wait, is this a real person? No. Okay. Oh, so you said Andrew has the name Mercutio. The ring names for Alex are names. It is not filled out. So (laughs) someone did a great job. Yeah, (laughs) someone's... Who would make these pages separately? Because it doesn't seem like it's the same person if they didn't fill out all the info, right? Yeah, and what, like, so did somebody see Andrew Orion and they're like, I've got an idea, I'm gonna make a twin brother for that guy. <laughs> oh, how mad would you be if you made your original <laughs> oh my guy? God. No, wait, this is a great idea, actually. <laughs> oh man, this is good for every fandom uh, wiki we get from now on. Just go in and make, like, siblings for every character that yeah. suck. Identical siblings, too, so you don't even have to come up with an appearance. (laughs) Andrew Orion's current wrestling name is just Orion. (laughs) Nice, he took it. Did Alex retire or die? (laughs) I mean, probably die. Yeah, he probably died. He probably (laughs) died doing a big stunt. He probably was caught on fire by uh, (laughs) Orion's mind power. (laughs) Um, I got a random page called Munich. Um, and it starts Uh-oh. with, in parentheses, yes, I'm writing my own biography. I'm bored and going off memory alone. If it's, did you, did you put it in the link? chat? Yeah, I did. Oh, mm, did it not what come in? Uh, oh, maybe I didn't. Let me try again. Hold on, I'm posting it now. Okay. Uh, uh, here we go. <laughs> I did it because I said I would, but I didn't need to because Matt did it. Uh, it's What's about the fictional under-the-sea city of Munich. Uh, I What? <laughs> I'm saying it's a made-up thing, so it's not, like, real Munich. Oh, okay. No, it's about a wrestler named Munich, I believe. Oh. Um, and it's apparently this person's character, but they're writing it from memory, so I don't... I don't get it. Where else would you get it from? Yeah, like, it's not like you have real events to reference. 
your your I biography. I I hate so much couching your creative endeavor with oh I'm not trialing really hard and I just woke up and I'm bored and I I just have an hour to do this between classes like you fucking commit to it you asshole yeah, don't just, be it's like it's not oh, like I'm there was really a trying. deadline where like you needed to do it right now if you didn't have time then do it later yeah uh, I'm just pretending I'm tr- to do this so if you don't like it it was ironic. Yeah. It was a joke. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to parse this, and mm-hmm. Jeff really glossed over it, so maybe I'm just being dense, but yes, I'm writing my own biography. So he's saying that this is a biography of himself? Because mm-hmm. there's no real name on here. It's just Munich. Yeah. Is this person a wrestler in the real world? No. So in what way is this his own biography? <laughs> This is a biography of a non-existent person. I guess it's his character. Yeah, I feel like he's saying, oh, I have to write the one for my own character. But everyone does. Who else would? Yeah. Are you so famous that someone else is going to do this for you? No, of course not. And I don't even understand. Like, is there a place where these fictional matches are actually happening and people are watching it? This doesn't even come from a user named Munich. It comes from an anonymous, like, unlogged-in account. It, It... it baffles the mind. If you, in what way did this character exist before this page was created? Where yeah. were they? It's this is this is a challenging wiki for me. Yeah, it's so long. There is so much biography here, and it's yes. all written in such a way that you're. It's like there's like the words are greased up, and your eyes slide right off of them as soon as you try to read it's them. True. It's impossible to read anything but the first sentence, which is, yes, I'm writing my own biography, which is the most puzzling sentence in human history. <laughs> yeah. And the last sentence, which is, holy shit, chants are not encouraged by the management of the bar as patrons lay crumpled on the floor. What? Yeah. What does that mean? Okay, hold on. I see... The bar, who, what bar, okay, the bar doesn't want you to say, to yell holy shit at people who are crumpled on the floor? Yeah, cause, uh, that was his thing in the ring, and this is his dive bar in Chicago now. Yeah, he owns. you have to read oh, the previous two paragraphs. Oh, yeah. you read it. <laughs> I know, I accidentally read it. Yeah, Here's the thing, read. this is written like, this. maybe maybe everything here, because this is the only character page I've read, maybe everything here is written like it's an SCP, and you're just writing a weird little story. Yeah. Because it's got a sad ending, doesn't it? He owns a terrible dive bar. I mean, yeah. I think people I like the terrible dive bar. <sighs> I hate this. Could you just write a character and the whole description is for sale wrestling tunic never worn? <laughs> Call it a singlet, please. Yeah. Tunic? I'm imagining, like, Link wrestling now. Oh, that sounds pretty good. You're just describing Soul Calibur now, Jeff. (laughs) He fights with his sword. That would be illegal, and the ref would wave Uh, his arms frantically. Yeah, Yeah, the ref's not looking. The ref got distracted by his manager. The ref got hit in the eye by a Deku nut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's dazed for five seconds. Yep. Mm. Oh, okay. I think we're done with this, right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm surprised at how little we looked into this wiki to find out that everything stopped in 2008. It really seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. It sure does. Um, Is there, like, a recent edits page? Hmm. Good question. Impossible to find out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm oh, there's the site recent- site news from March 2019. Recent yeah, wiki activity, three hours ago. Yeah, somebody edited DXW Women's Dream to Succeed. Good. Cool. Why? 
<laughs> I don't know. DXW aren't the initials of Dream to Succeed. <laughs> it's Destruction of, of Extreme Wrestling. Destruction of Extreme Wrestling? <laughs> yes. Are they destroying Extreme Wrestling? I sure. guess so. They must be their enemies for some unspecified reason, because I do not understand, understand the plot structure of wrestling. I actually think that it would be very, very cool if, during a WWE match, another wrestling federation, like, broke in and tried <laughs> to fight everyone. <laughs> so, oh, boy. Mm. Okay, this is Yeah, I, I can't, like, yeah, I'm getting tired and dizzy trying to <laughs> yeah, think I'm about this. Yeah, I'm getting vertigo from this page. <laughs> How have we um, only been making this episode for an hour and a half? It feels <laughs> like it, like we're trapped in here. We had so much fun at first that then yes. it was just a crash down after this is our to get into the This for our Kermit the Frogness. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to our episode. Uh, we hope that you had a better experience of it than we had making it, where we're all having suffering from brain trauma now. <laughs> um, if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about the show. That's very helpful to us. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod. You can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. Um, and you can find me on Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon.cloud. I got a very nice message from one of our fans on Mastodon this past week. Uh, did you guys see that? I re- reposted it or whatever. I did. I think it jumped so. on there. Yeah. Yeah. So Finlay, if you're out there, thanks very much for saying nice things about us and, Thank you. and following us on, uh, on Mastodon. Uh, I'm also on Mastodon. Mastodon.cloud is back up. So Mastodon.cloud slash at JK is me. Um, I post a lot about the movies I go to see, uh, and so you can follow me if you want a trailer where I describe and react to all of the, uh, sorry, a thread where I describe and react to all of the trailers before a movie. Although, past couple movies I've seen, uh, I ran into some travel delays and ended up getting there right before the trailers were over, so. Last couple movies I saw, no trailers. Yeah. <laughs> <Weird>. Pretty good. <laughs> All right, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Talk to me about things. People do talk to me about things, and I like it very much. Thank you. Yep. And get into our Discord if you want to actually chat with us. We, like, have normal conversations with people in there. Like, we just end up <laughs> arguing with people a lot because that's what we do on this show as well, and it's great. We we have a good time. So, yep. uh, yeah, DM any of us, and we can get you into that. Discord. You can always catch us off guard because you'll bring up something that we won't remember that we've said, and then we it's have to true. figure out how but to defend ourselves. <laughs> once I figure out which position I took on the podcast, I defend it violently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes it takes me a while to remember which side of the argument I was on, though. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Please come back next time. But in the meantime, please do not forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. I hope you've enjoyed us delivering a chunk of Louisa content. It's always different, but it's never good. God, that's so good. That is the best. Yes, I'm so glad you remembered that because I still love it. That's the best sign-off you've ever done. I enjoy it a lot.